You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning. KSL News Time is 8:30 and our top story this half hour, a state lawmaker wants cities and counties to do more to conserve water before asking farmers to save the Great, great Salt Lake. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston starts our live team coverage, High on the Hill 2024. State Representative Doug Owen says there's a narrative that agriculture uses the most water going to the Great Salt Lake. And they're thinking that their water solution is going to come from taking water from farmers. And I, I don't think we should be doing that ever unless the municipal water users have their act together. Recent studies show 65% of water that would flow into the Great Salt Lake goes to agriculture. But Owens also found that cities and counties from Brigham City to Orem don't have a water conservation rule on the books. There's certainly no requirement for new construction to incorporate any water efficient standards. His resolution is non-binding, but it would call for these cities and counties to choose a law for conserving water. Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. Another Utah lawmaker wants to repeal a law that cleared the way for a failed effort to dredge and build islands on Utah Lake. KSL News Radio's Adam Small continues our coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024. From the time Lake Restoration Solutions proposed the idea in 2017, they said their goal was to restore Utah Lake. Senator Mike McKell spearheaded legislation not long after that cleared the way for the project. Today, though, he wants to undo it. Utah Lake needs, needs help. It, it needs but it needs a fresh start. The project got immense backlash from the community and scientists. The company not only saw their application denied, they have since gone bankrupt. This bill got unanimous support from a committee, but it still has several hurdles to clear by the end of the legislative session on March 1st. Adam Small, KSL News Radio. A bill advancing on Utah's Capitol Hill would make it impossible to know how much college athletes are making in name, image, and likeness contracts. This bill is the state's first attempt to drop regulation on NIL contracts within college sports. Simply put, it would make past and present contracts private to the athletes and not subject to state government access. Now, those who oppose the bill say it's the wrong direction. They say the public needs to have that oversight in order to hold universities accountable to the NCAA's rules. Those who support the bill, however, say NIL info is often used by media to exploit athletes, especially to drive attention to online articles. For now, the bill's heading to the state Senate. Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. A bill being considered in the Utah House would put tougher penalties for uh, in place for people who own guns after being convicted of certain crimes. Right now, someone who's been convicted of domestic violence faces a third-degree felony if they're in possession of a gun. Representative Marcia Judkins' bill would change that to a second-degree felony. If they do commit that assault, if you're at a second-degree felony, it's less likely you're going to be able to plead down to a misdemeanor. At the same time, it would move someone who's in the country illegally from a second-degree felony to a third-degree felony. Just being here doesn't make them dangerous. Just being here doesn't make them a Category 1 felon. The bill has a favorable recommendation as it moves to the full House for debate. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. The Food and Drug Administration has approved the first ever medication that can reduce the risk of food-based allergic reactions. The drug is called, we believe, Solair. It's spelled X-O-L-A-I-R and is given through an injection. More than 19 million American adults and children suffer from food allergies. 
A renowned telemark skier who lived in Utah for decades is dead after getting caught in an avalanche. Utah skier Kasha Rigby was skiing in an area known for its avalanche danger when a slide took her life. It was at Brezovica Mountain Resort in Kosovo. The avalanche was relatively small, but it reportedly swept her into a pine tree. Rigby is considered one of the best female telemark skiers in the world, being featured in several movies and projects with other expert skiers. She lived in Boulder, Utah for decades, and her fiancé said she had a deep connection to the Cottonwood Canyon. Alexandria Boniakis, All News Radio. Good looking drive out there. Let's get our first look traffic with Andy. Right now, traffic is still just fine on all of our freeways. You'll have some wait time in the canyons, big and little Cottonwood Canyon. And it does look like as you get about halfway up the canyons, the road gets pretty back, bogged down as well. And we have some slowing on SR-224 coming off the freeway at Kimball Junction. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. People in Riverton may be facing more fines if they don't take particular care of their trash cans. KSL News Radio's Alessandra Harris reports. Waste management sent out an announcement in the fall saying that residents could be fined $5 if their bins are filled too full or if the lid of their trash can is left open on collection day. They monitor the cans through cameras mounted on trucks as part of waste management's smart truck program. The cameras check to see if the right materials are in the right bins and whether or not the cans are too full. Waste management says footage of the cans will be reviewed before any fines are sent out. And Chick-fil-A wants to open a new location in Draper if developers can get a piece of land rezoned. Right now, the land behind Harmon's at Bangator Crossing is uh, partially zoned for office space. Planning Commission member Andrew Adams says they need to consider what a restaurant would do to traffic. Because it really is a bear to get in there, and, and traffic to me is really the, the number one thing I'm looking at right now as far as what what this zoning, you know, what this request would do. No word on a timeline for any building plans, but the Planning Commission is recommending the City Council approve the request. It's been 40 years since Footloose was first released in theaters. Pace and High invited Kevin Bacon back to celebrate where they shot some iconic scenes in the film before the school gets torn down. KSL News Radio's Dale Spaulding has this story. Payson High School Student Council Advisor Jenny Staley says the school's been trying to reach out to him to celebrate Footloose at the school's next prom. Payson High's been talking to Kevin's Charity Foundation Six Degrees as well as his PR firm. Staley says they've confirmed Kevin is seeing their messages. Six Degrees floated the idea of kids in the community putting together aid packages for Kevin's charity group. Staley says there's no confirmation yet if Kevin will attend the prom. Dale Spaulding, KSL News Radio. And uh, that would be a nice way to send uh, Payson High out as they uh, get ready to build and, and move into that new school out there.